0: einer neuen Folge von The Canadian Wants to Know, ein Podcast für Englischlernende in Deutschland, der kraftvolle Geschichten und anregende Fragen nutzt, damit ihr auf unterhaltsame Weise eure Sprachkenntnisse verbessern, vertiefen und festigen könnt. Hier ist euer Host, The Canadian George Robledo. Welcome to the Canadian Wants to Know podcast. On this episode, I'm going to tell you the story of an immigrant family and what their journey can teach us about resilience and hard work. He was 28 and she was 33. Their children, four, three, and a one-year-old. Two suitcases with all of their earthly belongings. Destination, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. They landed in this faraway country without being able to speak one word of English and with no family to receive them. They spent the first few weeks with a Canadian family who offered them a place to stay. They received a dictionary and tried to communicate with hands and feet. As October approached, the temperature started to dip below zero. They had never experienced such cold. Coming from a tropical country where average temperatures range between 20 and 30 degrees, they found themselves dealing with minus 20 to minus 40 degree weather. Was it a mistake to come to this country? They asked themselves. In order to feed his family, he got a job doing landscaping, which is a job where you dig holes and plant trees in residential neighborhoods. He later worked as a pizza delivery man. At the end of the workday, the cooks would give him the leftover pizzas so he could take it to his children. He also did cleaning jobs. He used to clean huge department stores and office buildings through the night, coming home in the morning to take his kids to school. As the children got older, they would also help him clean the office buildings in the evenings. In the summers, the whole family would travel down to the United States and work in the fields picking blueberries and strawberries, 10 to 12 hour days in the hot sun for little pay. Near their home, one of the biggest shopping malls in the world is found. In the evenings, when all the shops were closing, the whole family would walk around the mall and collect empty bottles and cans. For the kids, it was a game, but for the parents, it was about survival. This would help them pay for gas in the car. They met other immigrants who arrived in Canada at the same time and they formed a community of people to support one another. They bought a small car and would squeeze four adults and five children inside. When one family needed help with the kids, the other parents would step up and help. This arrangement helped them manage the obstacles of working, raising young children, and going to school to learn English. After more than 30 years, this family has grown and it now includes grandchildren and daughter-in-laws. And I know this because this is the story of my family, my parents, George and Martha, and my two brothers, Alex and Jonathan. There are three points I want to discuss today. And the first point is about resilience. Resilience is a quality that I want to have more of. It's defined as the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. It's the ability to withstand adversity and bounce back from difficult life events. I know it's quite a technical definition, so I'll try to help you guys with an example. My parents came to Canada with three young children. They had no money And had to find a way to provide for their family. They faced many challenges and obstacles. But each time they rose above and they found a way forward. When I came to Germany, I faced a little bit of adversity. Several people I met were rude and unfriendly to me. And I became very closed. I became very negative because of those experiences. I had no resilience. When my parents were in a similar situation, actually they were in a much worse situation than I was in. They didn't cry about rude people. They just continued working and they stayed positive. They had resilience. Imagine going from a tropical country and then experiencing minus 40 for the first time in your life. My parents went through that experience and they didn't complain. I lived in the north of Germany for two years. It rains a lot and it's often cloudy. That was enough for me to be depressed and it affected my mood on a daily basis. I had no resilience. When I first moved to Germany, I got a job working as an English teacher in a school with children. Mostly German children. The kids didn't listen to anything I said. I hated that job. I would come home and complain to my wife all of the time. My father worked physically demanding jobs, worked entire nights in dirty and exhausting jobs, and he never complained. Man, I really wish I could be more like my dad. Question for you. How resilient are you? The second point that I want to discuss is about sacrifice. My parents sacrificed everything in order to give my brothers and I a better life. They sacrificed their own families for us. When I was eight years old, my grandmother got very sick. My parents couldn't afford to pay for plane tickets, so we decided to drive down. It took seven days to drive from Canada all the way down to Guatemala. When we arrived at my grandma's house, my mom's sister opened the door And my mother knew in that moment that my grandmother was dead. I remember, like I have the the picture ingrained in my mind. I can see it. I was an eight-year-old boy and I could see my mom crying like I had never seen her before. She didn't have the opportunity to say goodbye to her mother. They sacrificed their language for us. I remember one time my mom was speaking to a canadian man and and he was being very rude to her she did her best to explain um, what she wanted and he said in an angry voice speak english i don't know what you're saying i got so angry inside because why would someone be so disrespectful to my mother she's j- just doing her best there's no reason to be rude If my parents had stayed in their country, they would have never had to deal with such situations. But this is a situation that many immigrants face on a daily basis in foreign countries. My parents, they sacrificed their careers for us. My mom had an office job, and she gave that up so that she could raise us. My father, he used to travel around and give seminars, and he gave that up. So he could deliver pizza in clean, dirty buildings. All, all of these sacrifices for us so that my brothers and I could have the life that we have today. I have so much respect and admiration for what my parents have done for me. The fact that I live in Germany and I work as a business English teacher is only possible because of the sacrifices my parents made for me. I have a Canadian passport, which is one of the best passports to have because it opens up so many doors for me in this world. Anywhere I go, people love Canadians. I have yet to meet someone who says, oh, Canadians, I hate them. I don't know if that person exists, right? Everyone loves Canadians. And I have this only because of my parents. So I want to say thank you to my mom, to my dad for giving me this life. I will never be able to repay them. I will never be able to repay you, but I can honor your sacrifice. I can honor you by learning from your example and trying to develop that resilience and also sacrificing for for my wife, for my family, and, and for others to help others have a better life. Question for you, what have your parents sacrificed for you? And for those of you who are already parents, what have you sacrificed for your children? The third point I want to talk about is a question. And the question is, what can I do for immigrants? This is the most important point I'm going to talk about today. There's a lot of negativity and controversy around immigration. But my belief is that if we're not part of the solution, we're a part of the problem. What do I mean by this? It's easy to point out, why don't immigrants learn German? Why are neighborhoods with immigrants so dirty? Why don't immigrants integrate into German society? Criticizing and judging, those are the easiest jobs in the world. Anyone can do that job. But what can we actually do to improve the situation? A few years ago, I met a couple from Romania, I met, I'm a man from China, and another guy from Slovenia. They told me it was difficult for them to come in contact with Germans, so they didn't really have the opportunity to improve their their German and and to practice and, and to speak the language. I suggested that we start a German club and practice German together. I don't speak German perfectly, but I wanted to help them out. If you are concerned about immigrants not speaking German, start a German club. Or maybe offer German lessons online. All you need is one hour a week and you can make a big difference in someone's life. The global networking company, Internations, they release a survey every year where they ask 15,000 expats. So these are people who come from one country and they move to another country to live. And they asked these 15,000 people about different aspects of life abroad. Germany is in 52nd place out of 59 countries in terms of how easy it is to make friends. So out of 59 countries, Germany comes in 52nd place. It's not easy to make friends in this country. Even for someone like me, I love people and I'll talk to ev- anyone. I'll, I'll, I want to be everyone's friend. And even for me, it hasn't been easy. And I hear the same story when I speak to immigrants in Germany. They tell me, George, I would like to meet Germans, but I don't, I don't have the opportunity to come in contact with them. Are you concerned about immigrants not integrating? Invite them to your home for dinner. And if that's too much to ask... At least say hello and be friendly. Maybe that way, one day, Germany will be ranked in the top 10 of friendliest countries in the world. I love Germany. I've met so many beautiful people who have shown me kindness. So I am confident that we can turn Germany into a welcoming and friendly place to live. Let's be a part of the solution, not the problem. So let's do a quick recap. The first point was resilience. I talked about the resilience of my parents and my desire to learn from them. I want to be more like them. I want to be able to stay calm and to manage the adversities and the challenges of life and not become depressed and complain and become negative when things don't go my way. If we learn how to be more resilient, we'll have happier and less stressful lives When life gets hard, we'll be able to stay calm and look for solutions. The second point was sacrifice. My parents sacrificed so much to give me a good life in Canada. I will forever be grateful to them for what they've done for me. Think about the sacrifices your parents made for you or the sacrifices you've made for your children. That to me is true love. And the third point Was the question, what can I do for immigrants? I offered a few suggestions to help you turn Germany into an even better place to live. It's already a really beautiful country. I love it. But we can make it a little bit better. Criticizing. right? We can talk negativity all day long for hours and hours and hours. We can complain about everything that's wrong. But trying to solve problems, that takes effort. And I believe that we can make that effort and that we can learn from one another. I've learned so much from Germans, and I hope that you've been able to to learn a little bit from my experiences around the world. Today, we're facing big problems. We've got climate change, we've got COVID, we've got lots of big issues, and these are problems that we can only solve if we work together. So my hope is that we can move away from criticizing and judging and move towards, hey, how can we work together? How can I be friendlier, more respectful, kinder to people who are different to me? I'm interested to get your answers to the following question. It's not really a question. It's more of a task. I'm asking you to do something. Tell me about something you've learned from someone that comes from another country. Right. So for me, like I've said it in a previous podcast episode, I've learned so much from German people. And I'm so, so grateful for the fact that Germany allows me to stay here and and to live this beautiful life. And I hope that I can continue to learn from the great people of this country. And I hope that I can also contribute and, and add a little bit as well. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share it with your friends. I published an online course to help Germans correct their most common mistakes in English. You can click on the link in the show notes for more information. That's it for this episode. Also, bis nächstes Mal!